everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. All right, everyone, we are back, back, back again, covering this week, we're covering Overlord. That's right, y'all. The wheel is still choosing for us because we don't want to decide. And so we are doing Overlord for this month of surprise because it supposedly has uh, one Mr. Joseph Quinn, who is the internet's boyfriend and was a big deal. And then Beyonce dropped an album, and so it was like, fuck our drag. But we're still here. We're still in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of hard to compete with Beyonce. I mean, the Super Bowl even tried to. was like, turn the lights off. At the same point, I'm happy that she saw him and was like, you're going to want to break. Because, like, you're shooting the fame too soon. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you have a week. And then I'm going to, like, have you move to the side. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, but I'm seeing Metallica. She's like, that's cute, baby. It's cute. Get out of my way. (laughs) The gift of Beyonce. All right. She's like, Let's you're see. the internet's boyfriend, but like, <laughs> I'm, I'm the, the queen. Internet. I'm <laughs> the <internet. laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this wild movie. She's so chaotic. I I love that it's something that we wouldn't normally do. Like, we would never actually just like sit down and choose this. Yeah. It's a, I mean, because it's partially a, a war history movie, which. Again, because when I think of war in action, I'm just like, no, I don't need that. And so I'm kind of happy that like me being thirsty led us here because it was a good time. It was, but, yeah. yeah, I'm not saying it's my favorite thing, but like I see why it's got so many things and why people love it. And I, I would do it again with a different beverage. I have, I have thoughts of what I think would make it more my cup of tea. That's but it's not practice. that it was like, <laughs> but it's not that it was a terrible time. No, it was really good for what it was. It's just a very specific kind of movie that we don't do here on Fair Street usually, which is wild to be like going into year three and being like, we've never really done one of these. We've never really done one of those. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I really felt like this to me felt like a <laughs> a Resident Evil film set in World War Two. That ain't no Resident Evil. I got you though. <laughs> Because I've played these games. It's more um, Castle Wolfenstein, and it made me think of Blood Rain a little bit. And where we were right as children, because we were playing lots of things fighting Nazis um, back in the day, and I just don't know how we reckon with that now. Maybe that's how we got to where we are today. I think what made me think Resident Evil, though, was like the scientific experiments that they were doing, which is is pretty historically accurate if you look at history. Um, And the Nazis... Resident Evil did it differently, though. I I lived in Resident Evil, so I, I speak from experience. <laughs> oh yeah, I I like right yeah, but anyway, that's what it made me feel. Um... Yeah, like I, I will say that I think part of why I had a good time is because I grew up playing survival horror, like it was going out of style. And so it has all these video game beats that I, I kind of live for. And like, even like when I got to this girl's house, this woman's house, like the moments around the corners and like the random things popping up at you, like um, the aunt who's messed up and the kid and the eerie tension. Um, it was it was all very much like, this is a game I want to play. I want to play this game right here, right now. And even though I'm not about the war shit, I, I want to play this game. 
um, can we remove the war and the Nazis and just let me have fun and like run around in some weird shit? Right. I want to talk about one little character that they had in the first like ten minutes of this movie, but that was okay. like, it was more than that. Anyway, the the all the woman in the window that sees uh, Chloe in the streets mm. later than she's supposed to and fucking snitches. I hate snitches, and I have a question, and I hope my answer is correct. Was she the woman? Was that woman the woman they killed in the streets? Because if so, I'm happy. I thought it was her, but I wasn't sure. I'm not going to lie, this because it's a war movie, at the end of the day, they, they run into the problem where a lot of people just happen to look alike because they're all dirty and depressed. And so, like, I, two of the leads or two of the supporting actors I thought were the same actor until one of them was carried back in with the other one. And I was like, oh, there were two of you? And so those are two character arcs I just don't understand because I thought it was the same person. <laughs> I'm going to say it was her just to make myself feel better because that's what you get. That's what you get for snitching, bitch. um i i'm gonna start my first note with the google cast page because google cast pages have been failing me all year as i I found out you believe them anymore listen listen we caught it with little monsters on bloody massacre we caught it with scream five um and while this one's not as awful as those two major oversights leaving off your black leads completely (laughs) or to like the last few lines Um, this one is still doing a thing because it has the internet's boyfriend, aka one of my new husbands, Joseph Quinn, as like second build, but he has one scene and it's I, on the airplane. He yells something after we yelled and he was dead. I was like, where's Joseph? Oh, I guess he died. No, right? I, I was like, I know that here. And then he was gone. Oh. <laughs> Um, and I was like, he don't need second villain. I mean, if he's a bit part, he's a bit part. Put him down there because like Bokeem Woodbine is a bigger name. He's been doing shit forever, and I didn't know he was in this movie. He died in the first ten minutes because he was the sergeant who they shot. But oh, yeah, he he's a serious actor, so if you're gonna like play that whole um, thing, then maybe like look at that. But if is it like you're going by leads usually, because the person who should have been the lead was I think I'm saying Giovanna Depo. If I'm saying it wrong, I apologize. He's a great actor, and I want to see more of him. But he's the actual lead. But yeah. we literally looking at Google cast pages right here, right now on July thirtieth. We have Matilde Oliver, which I do not feel confident in that pronunciation. I'm from Missouri. I'm sorry, girl. Let me know if anybody's listening. <laughs> we got. Mr. And if you're listening, thank you. We yes, love you. listen. And we got Giovanni Depo, who is billed as third, but he's the main character. See, IMDb actually has it correct. Uh, Jovan is Boris is one is the first build. Uh, Ford is the second build and Chloe is the third build, which I think Ford or Chloe, you could switch either way. I, I'm good with that because Wyatt Russell was there for the whole movie, whereas Chloe, she sort of shows up like 10, 15 minutes in. I'm, I'd be fine with that. And I'm also fine with them not having Bokeem be number one, but also the fact that he has more screen time than Joseph and he ain't ahead of Joseph on this Google cast page. And again, I too love Joseph. Y'all, I, I am a Joseph Stan account. Don't you get me wrong, but also, like, if he ain't the lead, he ain't the fucking lead. That's math. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's weird how certain websites decide their, their runner, their, like, lead up. Because this one has Joseph Quinn right before Bokeem. Which They're, is like, right also weird. Other. Because, like, again, Joseph had one. I don't even know what he yelled. I hope y'all know how hard I've stared at this man for two weeks now. I don't know what he said. I don't know what his one line in this movie is. I'm sure he said it very well. He's a great actor. Um, he's very talented and nice to look at. But, like, I don't know what he said. 
he yelled something and then he was dead. Like literally, he was like, blah, 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 helicopter going down. We never see him again. Um, Bokeem had lines before that, during that, and after that, and like had a heroic sergeant death because he could have been like, I'll tell you everything, let me live. But he was like, fuck you, I care about my country for some reason. And then they shot him. <laughs> <laughs> but like this one, this one sends me because I've been noticing, especially since Little Monsters hid Lupita from the entire page on Google, that it's specifically black women I'm not seeing pop up. That and Latinx women, because Scream 5, Scream 5, we have four brown leads. The two leads who are Latinx women who are leading a horror movie installment in a very popular franchise are like in the fourth or fifth line of the Google cast page. And Jasmine Savoy Brown floats around line three and four. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, no, that's not math. Yeah, yeah. Mm, so not as bad as those two movies, but I'm watching you, Google. But also, it was exciting to see Wyatt Russell playing um, Corporal Ford because he did that weird um, Black Mirror episode, which was not about a video game that might or may not have gotten some people killed. <laughs> and this is a movie that feels like a video game. <laughs> and so I'm like, I see you like a certain style, good sir. Can I see more of you? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, he was fun. Because I've seen him in, in a couple other things, too. I forgot what it was, but... Uh, oh, Walking Dead. He's in Walking Dead for a season. He pops up in the genre often, and it's never been like, how dare you? It's been more like, hello, every time. <laughs> he's very handsome, and he does. He understands his assignment. He plays certain characters, and that's what he's going to do. It's going to give you the best he can in that certain character, and it's a good time. Yes. This would make a fun video game. They need to make this into a video game. Castle was exactly it. I don't know who, I don't know who was like, looked through the way on these licenses, but like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, because I think I'd rather play this than watch it again. <laughs> Listen, I I would be all up in this. Um, it, it felt like a J.J. Abrams movie is another note. Like, if I hadn't seen the Bad Robot logo up top, I'd have been like, is J.J. here? Is J.J. in the room? I, I feel the J.J. spirit in the room. <laughs> Can I get a name in for the congregation? <laughs> <laughs> right. Also, there's a line. It's pretty early in the movie. It's when they're in the attic and they're trying to figure out a plan. Um, and someone t- says the voice wouldn't even kill a mouse when the when the sergeant told him to and i was like but you know what i was thinking about it and i was like you know i probably wouldn't kill a mouse either but i'd kill a nazi those are two very different things listen. nazis and mice are two very different things listen i <laughs> that's my thing is that we have the ultimate enemy and people are like hesitating and i'm like <laughs> the only time I was like not on Boys' side when he was like, "We can't beat him up. He's we're we just like him." I'm like, listen, it's a Nazi, a Nazi trying to do some awful shit. I okay, so I'm just gonna get into this. I'm gonna this band aid. We again because it's a, a movie and it is this place that we live in called Earth. Um, we got some sexual assault popping off um, almost twice. She's saved because she's with the the hero um, soldiers, and so they intervene both times. But there's still, like, it goes a little bit too far the first time. It just goes a little bit too far, I feel. He had his face all up in her shit before they were like, um, we should intervene. Um, yeah. <laughs> and this is after she, he, like, bullied her and was threatening to, like, take her with a little brother if she didn't let him stay the night. And I'm just like, we don't need it. We don't need it because she's the only lead lady in this movie so for us to just be like, don't forget, you got to also get assaulted for whomst. Right. 
I also agree it wasn't necessary. Like we under we already understand this man is evil because he's a Nazi. <laughs> we yeah. know Nazis equal bad. I mean, I say that there's a subset of this population that doesn't think that, which that's sad to think of. But anyway, uh, the majority of us <laughs> understand the problem here. Right. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna have to do that both times. Um, I'm just like, why couldn't you just be a badass who wasn't? Um, almost assaulted twice. Really? Why couldn't she be a badass with a weapon? Why couldn't, because like nobody else is being assaulted, like nobody else. Um, and I'm just like, if you're gonna keep doing that to the ladies, you should maybe think about doing that to the men too, but also why, just why right. in general? Because I mean, I love that she was a badass. I was like, I'm going to save my brother. Like, fuck you, I'm going to save my brother. You're gonna come with me or you're not. I'm going. Right. It's very much that thing that sends me when men are like, we got to have a woman in the movie, um, but she got to also be assaulted a little bit. And I'm just like, <laughs> why? Why do you hate us? Why? Right. Why? We can't think of anything else to do with us. You're just like, well, you're there. So he's right. up in his face and you're shit real quick. You can't be like, her her aunt is upstairs and she's been mutated into something. Maybe she's battling that. <laughs> like, we see that aunt once. That could have been a whole thing instead. Actually, yeah, I have, yeah, oh, so many thoughts. Okay, so number one, I have a note that even, it, so let's say, for whatever stupid reason, you have decided that this non-consensual sex situation needs to take place for whatever concoctory you've concocted in your head. At the beginning of this movie, it tells you what it's rated, and it tells you why it's rated that way. Why is unconsensual or non-consensual sex or rape or whatever, never listed in that. It's either sex, drugs, scary images, violence. Okay, I, sex, if it's consensual sex, you don't need to put that on there. Number yeah. one, I would rather you put, warn me when it's non-consensual sex than when it's just sex. Yes, because that's how you end up telling on yourself because you're just like, we don't really care about this assault. That's nothing to us. Because this one didn't say anything about sex. No. Sex was not listed. It was scary images, uh, cigarette use, um, <laughs> uh, violence, and language. That was it. Right? And the sad part is, as soon as he walked in and looked at her, I was like, oh, no, we're going to yeah. get into this. And then, like, it happened again later. And I was like, ah, that is twice. That is twice in a movie that is, like, an hour and 28 minutes. Um, so you have this character who has a little brother she's trying to protect, and she has an auntie who's been mutated. And the only interesting thing you could think to do with her is to have her almost be assaulted and or almost be the bait for an assault. Um, because why? For whomst? And again, they're Nazis. We know they're evil. We know they're evil. When you show me the insignia, I'm just like, I'm not fucking with them. Let's blow it up. Um, <laughs> evil. Done. Evil. Done. I don't need you to be like, but also, let me put my face in her. I just, it, it was not necessary. It was not. Um, and I think that this is what happens when men keep going unchecked on these fucking movies. Because if you want an assault, you need to make it do a thing. You can't just be like, it's casual. It's cool. It's after lunch. Um, you have to you have to be like, it's part of this character or it's part of this story for this specific reason. And then you have to think about how it's important and how to handle it. You can't just be like, casually, wrap your face up in that bitch while the coordinator's gone. Oh, you, you can't just. Uh, I was livid. I was because first off, I came here for a very pretty man who was not here, and now I'm watching but just get assaulted on their own kitchen tables, and I'm just like, what is my Friday? Can you imagine being 
the the actor in those situations. Like I couldn't. I'm again going to butcher the name. Sorry, girl. But Matilda Oliver Olivier. Could you imagine being her and having? I mean, I'm hoping that they those actors were able to like. I don't know. Get some consent. I don't know. I hope that it. I don't know. I just made me feel so icky. I mean, it's probably of the time of intimacy coordinators because 2018. It's. It, it, I don't know if it's right before, right after, or right during those became a thing on sets. And I don't know if it's a set that had one. I hope so. I hope all sets do. Um, and I hope that they use them well. But also, it's just. It's the idea that you can't include a woman in your story without having her be almost assaulted twice. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what sends me. Because it's, again, it's it's one thing if you really, really, really have a thing and it needs to happen for that thing. But because I'm not out here just being like a censor, but I'm just like, it, it makes me wonder about you. If you're like, I'm going to insert a woman, but also this is what has to happen to her because she's here. As opposed to, again, I would have loved to see her and her auntie battle it out. I would have loved to see her and her like little brother have a little bit more hardships with their dynamic, trying to keep him safe because he's a kid and he's doing dumb shit. Um, I would like to see her trying to like grapple with these like soldiers in her house, fucking shit up. Um, we didn't need to be like, also, you'll be a little assaulted. For whom? And I think that part of it is because, again, um, men specifically <laughs> don't understand that near assault and assault don't count as sex and so they're like we have to have some sex in this movie that's not sex that no. is that is not okay you think that is sex you need to yeah. go to a, a, a therapist literally nobody's like ooh, sexy times i'm just like oh no he's also that kind of a nazi and and so you've somehow made a nazi even worse because like, again it's hard to do <laughs> it's very hard to do because i just assume it's already part of the package but then i have to see it and be like oh no can i move a level up in this awful shithead <laughs> um if we don't we don't need it if you're gonna write women give us things to do that are not being assaulted and right. not rain regardless. and you know so you, you mentioned this earlier but i really i too i wanted to see more of the dynamic between the aunt and chloe because like that was not handled much at all. Like you see her for that one jump scare. Yeah. And I assume, this is, again, I have to assume this because the script doesn't give me this. I assume that Chloe created this whatever situation with, or not she created, she didn't create it, agreed to this situation with this rapist that God, that's how her aunt, her aunt got brought home. I, and her brother isn't going to the church. I assume, but that's never said. I, I, I wish that the rape and, and the uh, attempted rape or whatever we want to call it was not there. I mean, instead, we got to spend more time with the aunt to get that dynamic and to spend more time with the brother. And maybe she does have a deal with the the, the captain that's not sexual in nature. Maybe she right. cooks for him or something. Yeah. yeah. Like she's giving him information on people she doesn't want to like stitch on. She's she's giving him all of her money. There was so much we could have done with her because again, she's a badass that sees out at night to go do her own things that we don't know all of because we never get into that. And that aunt, that one jump scare was wasted because that aunt could have been so much because she's keeping her aunt who's not her aunt anymore in this house for a reason. What is the reason? Um, That's that literally my note. Does she almost <laughs> kill her? That's literally my note. Why has she allowed her to stay alive in the bedroom as a monster? Like, why? Why? Also, if the door was open this one time, has the aunt been getting out? That could have been some conflict. There was so much conflict we had given her. Was her family bigger than her and her brother and her aunt before this shit popped off? 
Um, was she part of the people who helped accidentally like create it and didn't know what she was doing? Like we could have done so many things with her that did not involve us having her get thrown on the table and a face up in her pussy. I just, we could have done more. Could have done more. And more interesting things too. Cause like, yeah, any of, those, any of that stuff you mentioned would, would be super interesting. And it, just, and it leaves a lot of questions unanswered for me about these creatures that they're becoming. Because when the, the photographer gets turned into one of them, he like goes nuts. Like he goes animalistic almost and starts like instinctually just killing things or trying to kill things. And that's kind of the idea I get when I see the other ones in the, in the, in the compound. Um, but why does the aunt not do that? Like, why is she not busting out that door when it's cracked open? Like, is she tied up? Is she, we don't know. We know nothing. And we could, we could have had it all. We could have had it all. They could have had a bad bitch. Like, (laughs) listen, they could have had a bad bitch. (laughs) No words of Lizzo. (laughs) But instead they were like, well, we gave them a woman. We can't also give the women agency and cool shit to do. Um, Throw on the table. And I'm just like, I fucking hate you. I hate this planet. You mean to the sun. Oh, I just wrote that. It was inspired by it's many beautiful. movies. That's Thank our you. act one finale number in a musical. <laughs> the first street musical. You mean to the sun. <laughs> you mean to the sun. <laughs> Spirit figures. <laughs> Sondheim is so proud. Listen. <laughs> Weber, we're coming for you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, totally, I completely agree. Um, yeah, and I, I just, I needed to, I needed to get that off my chest because again, I had a fun time in this movie, but also I was just like, oh, I forgot men. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like because I made the note that I was like, I love that Chloe's such a badass, especially when saving her brother. But yeah, like I wish, I think when I made that note, I just kind of blocked out that part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, nothing you I, should do that, but yeah. I made the note and then they did it again. And I was like, are you fucking serious? You have an hour and 28 minutes. You have nothing. You have all these soldiers. You have all this shit. You got a time piece because you got to do a thing by 6 a.m. And you're like, well, we got time for some assault. And I hate right. this. I hate it here. I hate it here. <laughs> Wait, how long? Mine was an hour 58. Let me go look at what I had seen, because maybe I'm lying. Did I watch it long? That's nasty one minutes. I'm a liar. Well, still, I mean, still, you could have done better. But they, they could have done better. But, like, yeah, I just, yeah. So, okay. I We both kind of discussed that war movies are not our our top yeah. build, build numbers. And, I you know, I kind of feel that way across the board. I think what makes this one work for me more than say like a Saving Private Ryan or a Black Hawk Down or a blah 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 um, is the is the kind of sci-fi fantasy themes in it the kind of video gameish ideas behind it um, that's why I enjoyed and I'm, I'm curious if you agree I enjoyed the back half more than the front half and I wish the front half had been edited a little bit more to fit that ninety minute sweet spot. So yeah, I'm not a war movie girl either. Um, and I, I was wondering how I was going to feel about this movie because I knew it was like a war, horror, action, sci-fi thing. And I, I, while I'm not the audience, I had a good time. I think that being dropped off in the middle of it is very much survival horror video game. So I was not bothered because I was like, throw us in. We don't do backstory. We go in. 
you you come to the mansion in Resident Evil, or you come to the police station and it's all popped off, people are dead. You don't you don't get to be like, let us get comfortable. And so it, it gave me that feel. And I again I, I miss survival theory, survival horror video games. I don't have the money or time to play them anymore. <laughs> I wish I had both. Um, because I miss them. They made me happy and gave me so much joy with my insomnia. Um, <laughs> um and so I was I was fine with both halves. I think that it was engaging. I think that it was it was a certain energy that you get from a JJ movie, whether he's producing or directing or writing. You, there's a, a certain fluidity that I can't take from him, like Cloverfield. You know, um, it, it feels that way, and so it's like a it's like a, a ride in the amusement park, and so you just sort of go with it. And I I never wanted more. I never wanted to be like, but like, what specific part of the faction were you in this war? What specific place did you station out of? Are you right. brothers? Because you mixed up because you were the same person. I didn't really care. <laughs> I will say I think that the the transition into like oh 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 okay now I'm seeing what's going on in this compound was nice. Like because they get so they get to the they get to the village with the church and they see them well uh, they they see them killing people and hauling off dead bodies. Okay, that's weird. Then. Um, our our lead has to go sneak into the thing because he almost gets caught doing reconnaissance. But then and so then he sees what's going on inside of there, but we still don't really understand what's happening. And then they have to go. Then he steals a, a syringe of it of this stuff they're injecting into. So it was like a gradual thing to see, like to let the audience know what's really going on in this military complex. And I thought that that was really well done. No, I I love the build and the reveals and the twists and the turns. It it again, it has the beats of a survival horror game, and it just it made me homesick because I wanted to just like pick up my PS3 and play it, and I couldn't. I was like, I gotta watch y'all do it and see where you're gonna go and hope some people die because that's how I live. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it felt so good. It was like a blanket, a weighted blanket, is what it was. This movie's a weighted blanket. Um, aside from the thing that I have an issue with. Uh, and yeah. also, I I don't know how I feel about us dibbling and dabbling with historical events as backdrops for our movies. And that's the thing I'm working through. So I, I don't really have anything like intelligent to say about it. I can't really articulate it. But sometimes it feels weird to be like, backdrop, Nazi Germany. When we could make up a war or we can make up a thing or a conflict. Yeah, I see that. I see your point. I think for me, if you're if you're if you're at least commenting on the actual like what really did happen in not in in the World War in World War Two Nazi Germany like with them experimenting on things them you know doing those scientific experiments which we know historically they did specifically to people in the concentration camps you know so if if you can make it fit what I don't like is when you set it in nazi germany or whichever you know even like troy in the middle of the trojan war or something and you don't even link it to what was happening then that's what i'm like this is just a backdrop and why are we here no, that's that's my thing it's because like and i'm gonna try and work through this a little bit on here because i again i don't have an articulate essay or anything about it it's just something i've been feeling in my bones lately and i'm, I'm trying to figure it out i I think that it is one thing when we are because we're in genre. It's all make believe. Like we don't have we don't have time lords and time travel. We don't have we don't have the upside down. And so if you can make up all these cool things, I think that we could also make up a conflict or a war or something that doesn't pull on people's like familial trauma. 
because I know that sometimes when I'm watching something, also I'm like, and also slavery. I'm like, fuck you. And so I don't know if that's yeah. a thing that other people who would be watching this would feel. And I'm also not going to call my friends who are Jewish to be like, could you have thoughts? Because I feel yeah. Nikki. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it just, I don't know. There's something about it because I think that. Thank I think that. that and maybe it's just because we're in America and America is just awful. And so I'm always like, are we doing this for awful reasons? Are we doing this because we're lazy as opposed to are we doing it because we're trying to do something with it? Yeah. And I think I I, 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 I agree with you, especially with like slavery when it's used in films, especially in genre films. I, and I think I would have felt differently about this movie if it had taken place in a concentration camp or in a... Um, because they're set, we're in France, uh, and it's a French town, which I, it's still terrible to be. I'm not trying to be like, it's okay, they're French, it's fine, yeah. whatever. It's French Jewish people, it's fine. Like, yeah. you're not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm just saying, like, I would have felt that trauma, uh, that trauma porn, if it were, but I, I also see, yeah, it is Nazis, and so it, it, it's very complicated. And I don't think that me as a non Jewish person can speak to this film, but like, you know, we'll see. Same, because this was like this was a big thing that happened, and I'm not sure all parties learned what they needed to learn from it. Um, I'm not sure all parties were also taken care of because we we do live in a society where they're like, oh no, that happened, no well, uh, we don't do, <laughs> we're not gonna like give you back your family shit, we're not gonna like give your family these things on the plaque, we're not gonna talk about all the artists and people we lost, and so I don't know, it's a thing, and it's nagging at me, and again, I don't. I don't know how I'm feeling about it. It's just, it's, I'm feeling something and I don't know what it is yet. Yeah. And so that's and, something that was pulling at my brain while I was watching this. And, and, I, and I will say, um, and I do think that we as Americans specifically, because again, I don't know how other countries' education systems handle uh, World War II and the Nazi, um, the, the extermination and the, and the concentration camps and how all that historically is taught. But like, I know that in America, it is not even taught that queer people were in concentration camps, that POC were in concentration camps, that, you know, Romani people were in concentration camps. It wasn't only Jewish people. And so I do, yeah, I, I, it'd be like, have you ever read, have you ever read the play Bent or seen the movie? I haven't read it, but also I just want to like go so, on record as saying that like Jewish people can also be queer and black because I, I caught that when you said that and I just want to make sure before I say, yeah. 100%. Well, yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure that we acknowledge that it was terrible. I don't know. It's hard It's hard to vocalize without like... Right? It's complicated. It's complicated. It's so complicated. And it's, I think it's also in part because like we're not taught about it enough as children. Like we see mm. Anne Frank on TV we have the museums, people go cry it, and then immediately go out and be awful to other humans. <laughs> so right. like, why did you stop there, Barbara? Um, right. But like, it's something that we're all sort of like Googling and thinking about, or we have families who are attached or friends who are part of families who are attached. Yeah. But like, we don't, we, especially I mean, like, now, if we act like it happened forever ago, this happened in like some of the people's grandparents' lifetimes. Oh, definitely, definitely, absolutely. 100%, my grandma's lifetime, yeah. Um, yeah. I granted, no. she was like 12, but you know, right? she was like, alive. And Frank was like 12 or 13. She would still yeah. be alive. She'd be my grandma's age. And, and you know, like one, one of the things I've learned as an adult is, you know, these concentration camps, when they were freed, the people with the pink stars went straight to prison. They didn't get freed. They got, they went to jail. <laughs> and so 
it's just it's all really fucking complicated and every, everything is shit. <laughs> it, is, it is, and all of that was pulling at me while I was trying to watch this movie because like I'm having a good time, but also I'm having thoughts. Oh no, my brain is that, mixy. That is true, and I think that when you do set your movie in a, in the backdrop of a World War II or a slavery situation or anything, especially if it's within lived experience of an audience or an audience's family that they know you're going to get these complicated feelings, you know? Yeah, because it's not like it was in the 50s where people were just like, John Wayne's doing a thing, let's go. Now we're like, why was he shooting the brown people who he took the land from? Right, right. Uh, and so I think that as we just get more aware and we get more conscious and more vocal about what happened, because I think that a lot of people back then knew it was wrong, but they didn't care because talkies. Um, <laughs> and so I think that as we, as we hopefully evolve as a people, I think that we're going to have more of these sort of ideas and thoughts and dialogues. And I, I hope so anyways, but also yeah. it's America for me. Well, and, and I also hope that our education system can be, you know, fixed. And so that future generations, maybe if I, you know, like you said earlier, maybe if our education was full and not sugar-coated or not uh, straight-washed or whitewashed or uh, Christian-washed, uh, maybe we could work maybe maybe it would be a little easier to work through some of these same complications that you and i are talking about yeah because like this this lack of education leads to a lack of empathy 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 at least a lack of empathy not to i because i don't want to like keep stirring away from this being a specifically like nazi situation but i know that like as a black girl i hearing that people who are white were not taught about how racism and privilege impacts them when i have to live it and learn it <laughs> firsthand i'm just like you privileged little bitches oh no wonder you open your books in college and you're like i get it i want to be woke fuck you um and so i think that that is also part of this disconnect uh let's make a movie called antebellum and it's gonna be a horror movie and we'll get janelle monae and it's gonna be great and it's not great, great. It's i'm not gonna watch great. it uh, I think it's cool. That's from the trailer. I like your white people. Your white <laughs> voice is very great. It's very great. Thank you. I've been practicing. I like the vocal fry. It's my favorite part. I love my new Uggs. Can I get a pumpkin spice latte? I put BLM in my profile. <laughs> Hashtag. I can spell D E I. Yeah, I. You know, and I think empathy, you're right. Empathy is the thing that's missing. Well, not the only thing, but <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, what's causing that lack of empathy is a lack of listening and what's causing, you know, blah, 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 on down the list. But yeah, I agree. I, I it is complicated. Um, I did, I, for me, this film, other than it being Nazis, if it, you know, if they went to a concentration camp, that would have been another, whew, that would have been even more difficult. But yeah, anytime you put yourself in a historical standpoint, you got to know you're getting all those connotations with that said historical standpoint. Because again, the symbolism for me, because I, again, I, I, I have my experience. And so when I see racist, I see racist. And yeah. so I don't need us to go to the camp. I'm just like, you got Nazis. That's mm -mm, no go, no fly. Um, and it's the same thing when I see like a tiki torch or <laughs> somebody with a, like a hood. Um, I, I'm just, I know where this is going. I don't want to go here. And so I once you once you do the thing and I, I get it, I get it that like we we are stuck in this place where a lot of people who are older than us are like, these are the movies I grew up with, where we just go hardcore for the Nazis or we go hardcore for the Native Americans. Um, and it's like, but those were never OK. Well, not the Native Americans were never OK. <laughs> no, 
Nazis? Yeah, those are the villains. But like we we have this thing where we're like American pride is sort of baked in. Is what I'm trying to get at. Like even in yeah. wrestling, it's like he's the Russian whatever. Ah! And yeah. this was like years ago. I'm not talking about like today. Um, it's just something that came to me. Like, you like said isn't that, that in like, one of the Rocky movies? Is it one of his? Yeah. No, because America always beats everybody else's ass. And I'm like, we don't need to have American pride. What are we proud of? What have we done? Right. We've done nothing good. Nothing good. <laughs> we should be ashamed. And so I, I, we don't, and I get it. Like, if you grew up in that and you're like, we're always the winners. We're always the best. America, rah, rah, rah. And you're not unpacking that. And you're not asking yourself, why are you still going with that and flexing with that? Then it's it's a weird cycle. Because again, we could have made up any conflict. We are fighting random experiments. Um, we are in a J.J. Abrams movie. He does all kinds of spooky shit. We could be having our best lives. We could be fighting Jar Jar Binks. I don't give a shit. We could be doing so much. We could be doing so much. And instead, we were like, this conflict is the one we want. Yeah. And you, if you just at the time period for whatever reason, go to the time period and do something different. Because again, when we are in genre, we get to play and make believe. Genre is the most forgiving. <laughs> all the things i could be like i want to go to 1930s because i want flapper dresses but we're gonna fight aliens but my aliens are gonna be sexy and in pink boots and they're gonna do musical numbers <laughs> and people make it a thing and i like own it and i make it cool yeah. they're not gonna be like well in the 30s this was also happening where's about them <laughs> right yeah no i totally totally and you've got to know when you're making those movies or telling those stories that the, that's the that is the historical weight that's coming with your choice to do that. With a great power comes great responsibility. That's all the dead Uncle Ben's have ever said. All 30,000 of them. Uh, <laughs> how, did, <Ben> just <laughs> how did you feel about the gore? I thought that it was mostly effective. There were a couple times I was like, that For, was weird. Because she got makeup awards, and I was like, okay. I guess. The one that was the worst, and I'm curious what you thought. The one for me that was the worst when the the Nazi captain gets shot and he injects himself and he turns around and it's like <laughs> it looked like it looked just as good as the fucking mummy did in two thousand and one. And I was like, You ain't you ain't Listen, got better in seven years. No, that that and the the pole in the chest. Because I have read a note about that. I was like if your man has a pole in his abdomen, he ain't gonna make it. Leave him. He didn't make it though somehow, somehow, some way he did. And after I found out there was two characters that look like him and talk like him, <laughs> they have the same. They have the same accent because I was like, are they supposed to be brothers, cousins, best friends? I don't know. To be fair, I think this is where your confusion came from. The one that was in the one that he found with the pole in him, or the whatever that was, they caught him as soon as he fell. Ah. So you didn't see him until he was saved. He you saw what you saw him on the plane. And you didn't see him again until that moment. So that's okay. why you might have, that's where your confusion was. Good, because I was like, I thought he was with the kid and he hated the kid. And all of a sudden he was talking to himself and I was like, oh no, I've made a mistake. I don't have time to go back to. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a one throwaway line at one point that he says, the guy was like, as soon as I hit the ground, they were on me. Yeah. And um, yeah. That's the thing that keeps happening. Because again, when we go to these war movies, we like a certain look. And so we're like, die, everybody's here black. Also, everybody's from New York and New Jersey. And so like, <laughs> when you put these helmets on these fools, you're like, wait, who, who, what, huh? Um, yeah. And so you have to have like a standout, like Mr. Wyatt Russell. <laughs> I think the one, the two you got confused was John Magaro, who played Tibbet, and Dominic Applewhite, that played Rosenfeld. Rosenfeld was the one with the thing in him. Good um, for him, because uh, I, 
thought they were the same person. And then, it, then they were in the same room. I was like, oh no, I've made a mistake. Because I was like, how did he get captured? He was in the house. Did I, did I blink too hard? <laughs> did, I, did I not all? Because <laughs> Dawson, who is our, our other POC that's in this film, he's the one that gets blown up by the landmine at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I was really worried for Javon. I was like, ooh, good sir, you was the last. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chase is our one that gets injected and gets like all... I thought his special effects were pretty cool. Is it Jacob Anderson from Game of Thrones? Uh, he, oh my god, yeah, he's bald. So that's right. That's the disconnect for me, the picture I'm looking at. That means we, I just clocked two Thrones actors in this movie. Yay me. I'm still awake, y'all. He was also in... Um, Doctor Who, which is another thing I'm very into. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did. How how did you feel about the chase when he gets injected and starts starts like going all flippity floppity? Not flippity floppity. <laughs> <laughs> it, it felt like it was gonna happen. I'm sorry. I I am on the cast page. Um, and the kid, Paul, um, played by Gianni Toffer, his, his picture just, it took me out. <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> his picture is just so fucking <laughs> What was your question? <laughs> trying to find his picture on here to see if it's silly. I don't if you're on the know. Google cast page, he's the second row in the middle. And he's looking up and pouty. And I'm just, I'm here for it. It's a moment. <laughs> I don't think he has a picture on here. Anyway, no, my question was. I'm going to share my screen. You need to see. Oh, wait, no, go back. Ah! All the things happened. All the things happened. <laughs> wait. <laughs> I'm going to share my screen because you need to see this shit. Um, let me. I just. It took me out. I was not expecting it, first off. I just. I was not ready. I was not ready. And I will never recover. I. This might have to end because I, I will never stop laughing. Look at this little boy. <laughs> look, at his, look at his little pie lips. He's like, mm-mm, I want to go to bed. But also, I'm empty. That? That's like a screen cap or something. <laughs> he might not have, like, headshots. Or somebody was like, this will be cute and funny. And it, it killed me. I Time of death, 4.50 p.m. June 30th, 2022. June, July. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I time traveled um, with Jacob Anderson just now. So that's good. <laughs> But uh, how did you feel about Chase, Chase, the special effects when Chase gets injected and like like his head falls held back and like almost spikes around him and all that shit? That, so that that is best described. And I wish I wrote down who said this because I was on the Wikipedia page afterwards. <laughs> and one of the critics was like, this is, this is a grade A fun B movie. <laughs> and that's what they made me think of. That's the thing I thought of when I read that. Um, and I, I wish I remember, I should have wrote down who said that because it's going to stay with me forever. <laughs> <laughs> I will say my thoughts on that one specifically. It passed the, once he got like out of the wibbly wobbly, flippity floppity, and he was like actively trying to kill them <laughs> on accident. Um, I, I thought that was one of my favorite parts, to, uh, special effects wise, because it was about uh, his performance, which that actor is. Uh, Ian, uh, I might fuck this up, y'all. Sorry, Ian Day Kestecker, Kestecker. His and his, I, I felt like later on when they were showing the monsters or whatever. I wish the director, I wish J.J. Abrams 
and the editors would have allowed that to be more about the actor's performance in their makeup and like all that stuff as opposed to like quick edits and like weird moments and then oh we're over here as a and not because i thought though the one with chase yeah. was effective because he was like i'm thirsty the director, is Julius, the director is Julius Avery, and so I don't know oh, okay. if um, their aesthetic is just jump cutty or if they're just like, I'm in a fucking J.J. Um, Abrams movie. We got, we know what we're doing. I remember <laughs> Alias. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought the Chase one was really cool because he was like, my head hurts. Bam! Nearly knocked the whole house down. <laughs> that's how you survival horror it. Like, I, I have a hard time talking about this as a movie because it feels like a game I just didn't get to play. It's like a game <laughs> and I'm dating somebody and he's playing it and I can't play it and I'm like, why am I in your mama's basement anyways? Fuck you. But I can't look away because I don't know where it's going. Like, <laughs> so lots of thoughts. <laughs> I, that was one of my favorite special effects moments was his transition and his, like, after effects all, all the way up to, like, when he gets shot up and then he comes back to life again, and then Bryce is like, "Ah, oh, hell no!" Butts his face <laughs> with the with the butt of the gun. That was good. That was a good scene. I'm gonna try and use green screen on our TikTok video so we can see this kid's face because it, it it just it kills me. It just kills me. It kills. Me. He's so precious. He's so precious. He was he was a cute little boy. He was creepy and quiet with a little ball just straight up behind people, almost getting shot multiple times. Okay, that moment. Cause they, so he's looking at the way the, the hallway down to the door, and the sister's like, "That's my aunt's room." Da da da. She knows he's standing right in front of her with a damn gun. Why wouldn't she like, "Hey, dude, go put that gun up before this person turns around and shoots you dead"? Instead, she just lets it. And she's like, oh wait, it's my brother. It's my brother. <laughs> and that's another reason why I want more time with her not being treated the way she was treated. Um, so we can see how she's functioning. Like she's she's let a couple things go. <laughs> She's, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <sighs> uh, the only other note is that I appreciate that we had a time limit. We knew they had an objective, like a survival horror game, and they had to do it by 6 a.m. And so I was like, oh, so we're, we're running towards something. We're running towards something, even while this other shit is happening. Um, it was never just like, we're just meandering. Because I don't want to see dudes meandering <laughs> camouflage. That's not what I get into on the weekends. <laughs> Agreed. No, I like that, too. I thought that was a interesting um timeline of like you know or or an interesting um raise of stakes that you had to have that done by a certain point because d-day which is you know a pretty well-known historical event is about to happen and without you doing this d-day can't happen yeah no i i i enjoy having a goal and i i Sadly enough, a lot of movies don't have one. <laughs> and that's why I end up doing a lot of shaking and yelling. Because I'm just like, why were we here? <laughs> oh, another strange moment. I don't know how this hit you, but it hit me like, what are y'all doing this sleepy little French town? So this whole huge-ass church just fucking explodes. And there's multiple explosions. It's not just like one and done. And it takes until this until Brian gets all the way down that long road to the town, and then the townspeople are like, what's happening? What's going on? <laughs> I was like, where were you when the explosions were happening? Listen, they're like, ain't my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're used to that in the factory. I don't know, but in the church, church factory. Also, I wanted to see more inside of this that looked like a church. You do look like an architecture, though. That's that's a you thing. That is a me thing. But I was like, where's the church? I thought it was a church. There's no the church. All the people. 
Right. Where's the fucking church? I wanted some nuns or some priests or some habits. I wanted something. You got a bad habit, Trent. It's my ask for the church. This act two, back in the habit. Oh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Let's, shall we get to hot takes? Let's get hot in here. Hot in here. No, too soon. Um. <laughs> so. This is not the type of movie we normally cover on Fear Street, so I'm happy we ended up here. Um, because it was it was kind of refreshing and fun aside from like the issues that I have. Because <laughs> again, it's a good time. I'm not saying it's not a good time. If you if you like a little action in your horror movie and you like a little bit of war, this is probably like one of the top ones I would probably say. Again, I haven't seen that many. Um, so I could be full of shit. But like I I don't know. I, I'm not mad at it. I'm not in love with it. I'm not gonna like throw it down and be like, let's go. I'm, I, but I, I would take it out again and be like, what is your last name this time? I, so my hot take kind of rolls off that one pretty well. Even though this was a good time, it was a fun ride. I would like this movie more if it was in the 90 minute sweet spot. There was nothing in here that felt like it had to be there that wouldn't have made it 90 minutes. Like the stuff that you kept that you had to have in there would have easily been a 90 minute film. That's fair. Cause like, again, a lot of the things that were cool, we didn't get to explore like the aunt. Right. Who the hell is she? Uh, right? We could have cut the, the, the attempted rape scene. We could have okay. cut, um, okay. we could have cut a whole bunch. We could have cut some things. We could have, we could have tightened it up. We also yeah. had to meet, we had to meet people alive at the end. I'm sorry. I know that that is a gatekeepy thing to say to be like you're hurting me to kill people, but like some people gotta die, y'all. We can't just be having everybody live in these movies. What? <laughs> yeah, I mean that wasn't my biggest hot take out of there, but yeah, it just we just needed to get get it get in get out. Give me a story. This this wasn't a really like deep. They weren't dealing with like themes of life and love and the meaning of the world they were just telling me a war story and it was an action-packed fun ride that needed to be 90 minutes right right i also love that like even though we're in this particular era when the credits start it's a modern rock rap music i said rock music what's a rock music what's rock who's rock 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 and roll <laughs> it's a new cardi b song rock <laughs> well, what would that be <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Auntie Cry will get us there. Don't 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 give her no ideas. Um, <laughs> I'm just old. I forgot to say rap. We have a modern rap song star, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna drop it, but also I'm confused. What? <laughs> but this film, it really, yeah, this film lent itself. You know, when we were talking about Stranger Things in our mm-hmm. Patreon episode, Intense Week Week. Um, you were mentioning talking, you mentioned talk, writing about writing a period piece with a sensibility for a modern audience. And I feel like other than that part we talked about, I feel like this movie does that. It gives me a period piece that's written for a modern audience. Which is why we have black people who can do things and say things, even though only one of them lives, which I, we would not have gotten had we been like authentically period in that time span. Cause it's back then it's John Wayne and other white people. And they're just like, we can have one black person in seven years, maybe. Um, but also no roles, probably a maid. And so I I, I, I kind of like that aspect of it. Because again, I was like, I'm discombobulated, but also I'm here for it. In, in, this, this album. 
and the one same character in the thing was able to like actually shoot somebody and kill them. Like I, she, killed, she killed that monster shooting it in the head. I was like, yeah, girl. Everybody she stabbed or shot deserved it. Oh yeah, they were all Nazis. <laughs> listen, listen. She wasn't hesitating. She was not waiting. <laughs> she was like, I got one chance. Now I missed my chance to blow. It's opportunity once in a lifetime, yo. <laughs> We're not blowing that man on this show. Spaghetti, spaghetti. <laughs> God, I hate him so much. Anyway, I thought uh, it was name for Hamilton, and then it swerved because I don't. Ever, <laughs> we're not scripted, in case nobody ever wondered. We're not scripted, and so you think you're going somewhere, and then the plane does a backflip, yeah. and you're like, "Oh no, why am I in there?" Spaghetti. For the, <laughs> for the record, everyone, it is not Lin Manuel Miranda that I don't like. So you Listen, use your brain and think about who that. Who does like Marshall Mathers? Does Marshall Mathers like Marshall Mathers? <laughs> Every white straight man, I feel like. Listen. Anyways. We know, we know how I feel about those on the street. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom. Again, Mr. Quinn, you can, you can call. You can there's write. A, there's you like can a handful. Me. There's a handful <laughs> that I'd keep around. Listen. Like 10%, maybe. Listen. That may be a little too many. That That's too many. much. <laughs> it's, it's, it's closer to three, four. <laughs> there you go. Okay, we'll go with yeah. that. All right, y'all. Well, that is our thoughts on Overlord. That's a weird title too. I don't like that title. Let's. It's such, it, it's such an arcade video game. That's it a movie. Is. Like that's literally, true. I see this at GameStop. Be like Overlord coming soon. Pre-order. I'm like, yeah, get it. Overlord five. Overlord nine. No, and <laughs> same actors. Different town. Yay! Take my money. Take my money. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, so that's our thoughts on that. Thank you all for listening. Next week we'll be covering The Purge. And talking about Zaddy Ethan Hawk, I'm sure. I've never seen The Purge, but I know he's there and I'm ready to look at him. Look. <laughs> Get out of my I'm looking at your daddy. I'm looking at your daddy. <laughs> Wow, Sheree. <laughs> she made a glass of water before she watches that movie. Whew. If you stay thirsty, you ain't gotta get thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not our problem. That's not our problem on Fear Street. Yeah, no, we're never thirsty here. <laughs> um, but that's gonna continue. <laughs> Why is it this year? That's gonna continue <laughs> our month of surprise. And we all told us to watch the movies and we watched them and you these episodes. And so it's the circle of something. I don't think it's life. I hope it's not life. <laughs> That'd be weird if it was. So you never know what you're going to get. So y'all look out. As always, of chocolates. <laughs> as always, thank you all for listening. And stay fierce out there. Bye.